All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck buddies? What the fuck nicks? What's happening? I'm Mark Marin. This is my podcast. Welcome to it. Uh, look, I know how you're doing. You're terrible. It's awful. It's fucking happening. It's one thing to know something's going to happen, no matter how awful it is, knowing that it's going to happen eventually. And then it happens. There's always some part of the brain that holds out hope for something, that wants to believe something will work out, that wants to believe that it will be okay. It's not okay. With the overturning of Roe v. Wade, it puts over half of the population of our country in a position where they have lost the constitutional right to their physical autonomy. They, they no longer can take ownership of their bodies. This is part of the Christo-fascist white nationalism that is taking over the country. If you look at the states, a lot of state governments have been radicalized by either white nationalists or Christian white nationalists or just flat out grifters who want a piece of this action. And this is just the beginning. This is not we went back in time or America has regressed. This is the beginning of what the future looks like. And I know there are people that are like, hey, man, but, you know, it'll just be a state issue. There'll be states you can you can get abortions. And there are people that are like it only affects a certain age of woman. It affects all women and all men, all citizens of the country that such a large group, an entire gender has been denied their rights. They're no longer free. I mean, it's arguable that most of us aren't, but in this way, in this very public way, and a, and on paper and in law, women are no longer free in this country. And look, I you know I don't love having to speak this way, but it's horrendous, and there's not a lot of men speaking about it, which is baffling to me because almost every man who's got any game or has lived a life has paid for one of those things. They're certainly in support of choice. People say, "Speak out! It's time." It was time. Years ago, we knew this was coming. We knew it was possible. That guy was elected. This is what happens. But right now, I just feel heartbroken and despairing and scared and angry that it's happening. This is what a Christo-fascist, white nationalistic government it's going to look like, and it's only going to get worse. Who the fuck knows how much worse? And we should be angry. I feel terrible, and I feel terrified. That's where I'm at. I don't know about funny. I don't know about funny. But I do know that more than half the population has been denied their rights. That's policy. How far does it go? So, well, let's do a show. I uh, I need to do the show. Today I talked to Atsuko Akatsuka. Uh, she's a comedian. Uh, she's a, a stand-up who works here in L.A. as well as a writer. I've seen her around. I've seen her. I, I met her. I, where did I meet her? I met her backstage at the Comedy Store. She's been at Largo. She opens for Berbiglia. She's on YouTube. You can go see a viral video of her doing stand-up at the Ice House in Pasadena when an earthquake hit. It's pretty entertaining. She She... She stayed in the saddle and, and, and riffed and kept people calm. But she's also a very interesting story. It's a heavy story. It's not the usual story. And she's a very interesting person. Uh, 
And I talked to her before the uh, the striking down. I guess it's called the Dobbs decision of the striking down of Roe v. Wade. So that doesn't come up. But uh, it was uh, it was it was good. It was it was great to talk to her. It kind of unfolded nicely. How are you? Everybody good? I hope you're good. I hope you have uh, been buying some nice melons and enjoying your food and at least finding some solace in the life you're living in your immediate environment. You know, it's really a difficult thing, the idea of hope and the idea of just plodding through, living in difficult times, living in times where uh, it doesn't seem like anything is going to get better or anything is going to change for the better. So what does one do? How much do you internalize it? What do you do with that? What actions do you take? How do you keep fighting? How do you maintain hope? How do you not fall into yourself? How do you not allow yourself to be bullied or killed by the other side? People who don't believe this shit should be able to live with the same freedoms as people that do. This is not the way this country was supposed to go. But ultimately, there's going to be a lot of people dying unnecessarily because they don't want the child they're carrying. There's going to be a lot of people dying unnecessarily because the child can't be taken care of. There's going to be a lot of new drug addicts, new mentally ill people, new people with you know compromised capacity because there's no place for them in the world. But these fuckers are willing to hedge their bets like that through force, through denying rights. I, I'm sorry if this was heavy, and I... No, I'm not. I'm not sorry it was heavy, but it's not a good lead-in to, to my guest, and I want to respect her, too. This woman's very smart. She's very funny. She's interesting. She's unique. And it was exciting to talk to her. So this is me uh, talking to Atsuko Okatsuka. Um, I should say that she's going to be performing at Largo in Los Angeles, here in Los Angeles, on July 18th for her Atsuko and Friends show, along with Fred Armisen and Margaret Cho. And this is us talking. This is us doing the thing. Schizophrenia. Yeah, we spelled it. Schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. You did uh, it on your own. No, I did not. Okay, okay. You, you uh, were two p two H's. Yeah, you. I, I was not even heading in the right direction. Really? For, well, I had S C H. Yeah. And I had I, but then I threw a T in there, so I, it, I didn't go directly to Z. Oh. So uh, that didn't work. And you then, threw a T in, the, yeah, and then like Bingo. What's his name? Oh, sits, like schizophrenia as opposed to schizophrenia. Right. Yeah. And you said it's because it's in somebody's book title. It's a title book. It's a title of a book that I talked with with uh, talked about with Kate Berlant. It's oh, a, yeah, a book yeah, called yeah. Uh, A Thousand Plateaus. Mm-hmm. It's a philosophy cultural criticism book. That's very dense, and I it came up in conversation, and someone emailed me about the book that I was talking about, and she oh. thought it was another book, so I needed to prove her wrong. Got you. No, of course, I understand. Yeah, it you, was. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't stand for it. You look like you were in the middle of being like, no. Yeah, you're. I, I gotta let them know it's. I'm it's, right. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That, when I first approached you. Yeah, you yeah. felt that. Well, no, I actually thought you were thinking about me. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were thinking about my mom. I didn't, but I didn't know that at all. How would I have known that? Is that well documented that your mother is schizophrenic? I mean, I've been talking about it more recently. Oh, really? So it's not like well documented. It's not like in a documentary. Yeah. You know, I, I I made a documentary about it, but it's just like on my YouTube. It was just for film school. It's not. Oh, really? Know, it's not like a. So it's been a while since she's been diagnosed. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, since I was 20, 20s, I think. Yeah? Yeah, something like that. Well, I mean, I don't like, it's so weird because we can uh, definitely talk about that, but I, like, I didn't know <laughs> you. I, didn't, I, I don't know how I didn't know you, but I, I think I'm missing a whole generation. No, I get it. Yeah, no, but for some reason I thought maybe like your producer or somebody. It was just weird happenstance that, that my mother has schizophrenia. Oh, no, no, and the first thing you say to me is, "How do you spell schizophrenia?" <laughs> you know, how yeah. am I not gonna think it's about me? I know, but 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 because you did, now I have this information that we're gonna talk about. But I thought we'd lead up to it. I don't. No, need, I don't know. We don't. I don't know if we need to open. We don't with have to my open with uh, that. schizophrenic. Oh, we don't have to at all. That's what we open with the book and the fact that you're right about whatever you were telling this I person. I did. I showed that lady. I yeah. showed her. Yeah, you freaking showed her. I don't I even did. know who you're writing. Yeah, I don't either. It was yeah. just came through the. You know what? Screw her. The red the website. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just a website email. I love that you take your time to write people back. You Sometimes. do that. Only when I have to prove that I'm right about something. Okay, it, if or, it angers you. Well, I know she just brought up another book, and I don't even know if I talked about the book she was talking about. And uh-huh. I don't always respond to people on the, even if they anger me. I try to let that go. But uh-huh. this woman was just being earnest. She wasn't sure. a bad person. Uh huh. She was right. a smart person. I thought we might have been talking about the book that she wanted us to be talking about. I don't think we were. <laughs> do you sure. respond to shitty people? I do. Probably way too much. Re- you still do? Yeah. I uh, I've tried to take a break from it. Yeah. My husband helps me sort of like figure out, uh, filter out social media folk. He's an actor. I've seen him on some of your stuff. Is he an actor? He's or? an actor. He's an artist. He paints as well. Uh, and he painter. Most, yeah, he paints. Yeah. Abstract. Um, or uh, figurative. Yeah, I guess abstract portraits of like he loves human faces. He loves doing faces. But you can identify that they're faces. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. they're not really abstract. They're just. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You know, some I always try to put meaning in abstract anyway. Yeah. I don't like sure. it when I don't get something. Do you? <laughs> Do you like it? To be left out. To yeah, be... I hate that. But you know, it's the art world, and then you're supposed they're, to get it. They're the worst. The art world is like a very insulated world. They have to uh, be that way. They have right. to, uh, or, or to, else it won't sell. Exactly. To justify their existence, they have to be sort of uh, a little arrogant and and do things that we won't understand. The more you're confused, the more you'll buy. Sure. I think it's not just the art world. It works with a lot of other things. You not know? with comedy. I think some people might actually. Oh yeah, because they don't get it. They're like, this person's a genius. I don't get it. I well, think so. Mm. I actually think so. You know how they always say like, oh, you know, um, if people hate you, they also look you up and that bumps you up too, you know, and that gets you booked. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You ever hear that? I Sure. All press is good press. Right, that kind of thing. The, yeah. the more people are confused about like, why him or why yeah. her? Yeah. You know, um, the more sometimes I, they buy into your stuff. I didn't I've find that, that with me. I did, that was not. Oh, my, I'm not saying that's me either. But that was not my journey. When 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 people didn't like me, it did not help me. <laughs> <laughs> but you had to be confusing too, Mark. It's because you made I think sense. I was just angry. It's because you made I was sense. Just angry. I think it was confusing that like they thought I was angry, and I think I genuinely was angry. I think I was. Yeah, but that makes sense. I, sure. As long as you make sense to me yeah. and what you're trying to say. Yeah, but it should be funny. We're comedians it should be funny and funny too yeah yeah a lot of, i don't think a lot of people thought i was funny i think you're very funny oh thank you and and you know it, you uh you're you're not it's not confusing 
in the <laughs> sense that like, no, she's, you know, trying to be funny and she's being funny. I was so scared of being confusing, you, you know. Were, you I think were? yeah, yeah, because you always think like, oh, maybe I'm not relatable because it's so I'm so specific, you know. Mm. Oh, you know, if you felt like an outsider growing up or sure. something, yeah. I think that uh, is a a th- you know a thought you have when you get you know find the arts or something sure. i hope i make sense you no. know yeah yeah i think that's true though cuz i felt awkward i felt like an outsider but not ethnically i oh, just felt sure. like an outsider cuz i was uncomfortable uh-huh <laughs> and, no and that's legit too yeah, right? you know i guess that's why a lot of us do it cuz we're just sort of like we don't fit in Right. And then so. you hope it makes sense. Yeah. And so, you know, then there's like anti-comedy movements where it's like, yeah. I'm supposed to not make sense. I'm I, I'm not quite there with that kind of stuff yet because I'm. St- it's like I just started making sense. <laughs> I think, yeah. Well, I think that's behind you. I think that's something you do uh, before you make sense. Oh, really? Like, sure. Yeah. I think Get, it's a, like experimental getting uh, yeah. weird. Right. I think it's sort of uh, it's a way of figuring out who you are. I don't think it's uh, you need to commit to that. I know very few people that commit to that as uh, a life. Oh, sure. Sure. You know, you can be weird because you don't quite need to be funny yet. You don't want to fail. So right. you just sort of, no, I'm just too weird. Right. Being weird. <laughs> but don't you think you have to be normal first to be weird? No, sadly. Or not normal, but um, have the foundation. You know, to be an experimental yes. dancer. Or a poet, or, right. Right? You, you should... have to have the foundation. Yeah. No, I. but I, I don't know that that happens much. I, like, do you have people in your mind right now that are like, sort of like, well, that person's weird on purpose and doing a thing? I, I can only think of maybe one. Oh, Can sure. You? For as for like comedy, yeah. Well, you know, I'm talking like with anti comedy. I mean, like the Eric Andres, I guess. You know. Oh, okay. Or maybe sure. Meg, like Meg Stalter. I don't know if you know her. I do. Yeah. I just she. Yeah, she was the YouTuber, uh, a TikTok person that's now on Hacks. She plays the secretary on Hacks. Yes. Yeah, and her influence is someone like Kate Berlant. You know. Um, but like I watched Berlant because like I was like I didn't I was iffy about her you know and I didn't really know her or what her work was but uh-huh. if I I've, when you watch her stand up she's clearly doing stand up she makes sense to me yeah yeah but I it, totally get but it's jokes it's and going. it's a persona and you know yeah. there are laugh there's timing to it there are yes, laughs yes a hundred percent and Eric Andre I think is a a funny person but he's doing something that's sort of I don't know if it's anti-comedy I think it's more sort of uh, uh, extreme comedy it's kind sure. of it's punk extreme, rock extreme yeah What's, extreme like like, at, like at, X like X-T-R-E-M-E extreme like push it to the limit where things blow up and uh-huh. I may hurt myself right 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 it's sort of punk rock it's kind of like jackass Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. I mean, extreme comedy. But, I, you know, when you say extreme comedy, I'm yeah. like, I am dying laughing because it's like the funniest thing. It can't get any funnier. You know, right. that's why you call it extreme. Well, I think I was using extreme in the way that they use it for like exports. Uh, yeah, for, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. people land on their head. Not for the audience experience, but for what's happening. Right, because someone might get injured. Yeah, something like that. Usually yeah. the performer. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe the audience too. Yeah, but I know what you're <laughs> saying. It's I guess it's anti-comedy, but I think anti-comedy is more like Neil Hamburger. Sure, there's Neil, yeah. yeah. Neil's like anti-comedy. Mm-hmm. Right, right. He, he, that's essentially what he's trying props, to do. props, oh my gosh, I know. And then the commitment to it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can only, you know, for me, it's like the more honest someone is, yes. I really, 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 I'm so drawn to that. Yeah, me too. I can, like, I have a hard time with people that don't show themselves. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, maybe, you know, sue us 
but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I agree. That's what drew drew me into the arts anyway, right? It is. It's it is. Yeah. Well, where, like what? When did you start like watching? I don't. It's not clear to me. You know <laughs> your path. Yeah. No, I totally get it. I totally understand because I had just figured out my path too. Because when I said that, like I didn't know who you were. I mean, you clearly been working, and you just came. Like I just realized you like uh, existed recently because mm-hmm. I saw that you were opening for Mike somewhere. Oh yeah, Berbiglia. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, you weren't really on my radar. But that doesn't mean that you're not popular. It just because I'm like slowly becoming an old man and I'm sort of uh, insulated. I don't know what's going on out there. And but, you're busy as hell. Yeah, but you've been doing it a long time already, right? I have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, you know, it was really the pandemic that allowed me to sort of like figure out, you know, things. And I was, you know, everything was locked down. So I went online more. You know, I went online more. I had been doing stand up for 11 years. 11. And, um, you know, with with some breaks in between, I went to art school in between. Really, you know, but where? So where do you come from, though? Originally, like, what's that? That what's the origin story? I I, I see yeah. parts of it, but it yeah. sounds exciting. It sounds like there might have been drama. <laughs> yeah, there was drama for sure. <laughs> Why? Because we started with schizophrenia. Well, schizophrenia. <laughs> I know your grandmother brought you up. I know that you ran away or something from somewhere. Wait, 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 you... <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah. See, you already got it. Yeah. Well, not really, but yeah. I mean, but you were. Like, your name's Japanese, right? Um, yeah, my name's Japanese. I'm half Taiwanese. So I was born in Taiwan. I grew up in Japan. And How's that work? So why were you born in Taiwan? I was born there because I have an uncle who's an OBGYN. So my my mom's brother uh, pulled me out of her, you know. Okay. Because it's a sure. discount. My family yeah. loves a of discount. Of course, yeah. yeah. Doctors know doctors. For sure. It's yeah, just yeah. like, well, he's going <laughs> to do it for free. But did he do it at the house? At the hospital. Okay, well, that's Isn't that good. cool? With yeah. all the goods, you yeah. know? Yeah. With all the tools he well, it's needed. Be- it's better like it's just, even he's a family member, but it could have been just like, we don't need to do it at the hospital. Let's just do it at the house. But, yeah. You know, no, 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 no. Hook us up with yeah. all the stuff. Oh, good. And the meds, good. you know? Yeah. And uh, I'm still shy around that uncle, you know? Cause okay. It's just first day. He's, you're, you're shy? Of, yeah, of course. I I'm like, think you your s- mother would be shy. They're, that's for them to figure out a, sure. a funny brother da- da- uh, yeah. sister brother daughter yeah. brother sister dynamic um, and so that's why I was born there also but, my mother's side is all Taiwanese but were you were the, your parents living in Japan at the time and they came back to do that yeah they came oh. back to do that yeah my my father is Japanese and he is in Japan and he he stayed there while all that happened my mom and dad sort of got put together via my grandma there, there was this like service Which grandma my taiwanese grandma okay the one yeah. that you live with no the one live. yeah the one that i'm close with yeah she put your parents together yeah she answered this ad on in the newspaper yeah in japan it was like this like romantic almost like a game show <laughs> yeah you know uh we're gonna put people together romantically uh-huh. yeah. um you know we need contestants and yeah. so my grandma signed my mom up okay because but, so she didn't know your dad no, she didn't know. Yeah, she didn't okay. know my dad. So okay. she, yeah, she in weird ways, uh, you know, because she signed my mom up for this program. Yeah, is the reason why my mom and dad met. And yeah. so your dad was another contestant. He was, yeah, he was a male contestant looking for love, and my mom was a female contestant contestant looking for love. But at this point, your mother had not become mentally ill yet. No, no, she hadn't. Yeah, right. but my grandma knew something was wrong with my mom. 
you know? Yeah. And say, signing her up in Japan, another country, yeah. a place you don't even speak the language of, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. She was just like, this bitch is in her 30s, something's yeah. wrong with her. You know, at the time, that's all yeah. you needed, right? Was to be a woman in your 30s. Yeah. With no boyfriend. Yeah, what's the problem that you're, so your grandmother thought I, I gotta get rid of her. She's mentally ill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she was mentally ill. <laughs> she was, she wasn't so wrong. But um, yeah, so that's that's what. So the, and that worked. Did they have to go on TV and stuff. Did it happen on television? I or believe was it? it was filmed. It's sort of like this weird shame that my family has around this. Around your parents. Around the way they met. Both yeah. sides. It's shameful. Both sides. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, and so I don't actually know the full story. That's why it's kind of iffy with like what exactly happened. So your mom went to Japan. My mom went met, to Japan. Met the, your father. Mm-hmm. They just got married immediately, or they they went on like three dates after they met through this program. For the show, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then you know, quickly was like, look, we need to figure out green card stuff. We get along, you know. Yeah. And got married, yeah. And how long did that last? Oh, a year. <laughs> you know, you yeah, got sure. they were talking to each other in broken English. You know, so they, they didn't speak he, each other's language. He only spoke. He, she spoke Taiwanese, and he spoke Japanese. Mm-hmm. No one was going to learn the other one, but they did have you. They did have me, yeah. I mean, you know, lust. Lust is universal, sure. of course. <laughs> so your mom's pregnant, and she goes back to Taiwan, has you, and then you go back to Japan. That's right. Yeah. And and but your parents only lasted a year, so your mom brought you up in Japan. Yeah, so it was my mom and grandma, and then they had joint custody with my dad. So I would go to his place sometimes, or sometimes I would just be with my mom and grandma. But your mom, your grandma moved to Japan. Yeah, my grandma moved to Japan. So as no well. one knew how to speak Japanese. My grandma sort of knew some from when she was younger because Taiwan was occupied by, J- by oh, Japan. Oh, that's interesting. So you're right. There is a lot of drama. Like er- earlier when you gave the quick summary of my life, yeah. you know, yeah. you said something about Japan, something about running away. <laughs> <laughs> you were correct. Yeah, this is just like the the long version of it, obviously. Um, but it's like a history I don't know. Like I, like, yeah. I don't know that Japan occupied Taiwan before... It yeah, it's a whole ass thing. And then now China's got it and it's about to shift. Yeah, right. So Taiwan, yeah. When people ask me what's happening with Taiwan, the easiest way to explain it is kind of like um, what Ukraine is going through right now with Russia. Could happen. Could happen, right, with China. Yeah, so it's like a similar thing. Taiwan's been occupied by various people before, like the Dutch or Japan. How long ago was it Japanese? Oh, just in like the 40s. Right, because that's like it was Japanese when they were like it got known for making all the electronics. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like made in Taiwan. That was when it was Japanese. Yes. Probably. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so like World War Two, it was part of Japan huh. and all that. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So like this is stuff like an educated person should know, but I do not. No, you I, you, you, kind of knew. Your eyes lit up. I'm just putting it together. You were like, made in Taiwan. I've heard of it. it well, yeah, of course. I saw it. Well, it I saw like it happen. Thing. It was a thing. Yeah. Because, But it, I'm just putting together that it wasn't that long ago that it was Japanese. Right. Right. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So your grandmother had some Japanese in her. Right, she had some Japanese in her. So my mom had learned a few words too, you know. And the characters, um, the Chinese characters and Japanese characters can sort of translate. Do you, you speak know? both? 
I do speak both. Yeah, yeah. They're very different, though, aren't they? They're very different. Um, I always say with Japanese, how Yoda speaks is actually how Japanese works. <laughs> it really is. And people. Oh, you are, mean the structure of the sentences? A hundred percent. That's why it's difficult. Though. Yeah. Imagine talking like that all the time. I don't know. Once you, now that you know English, Mark, I right? I barely have a handle on English. Yeah, me if too. You, if you were to ask me, like you know, simple grammar questions, I probably could not answer. I could do verb, noun, mm -hmm. adverb, adjective. Yeah, uh, but that's it. That's pretty good. That's all you need to know. And then, and and to how to and to how you know you know how to communicate. I you know I can in I the can, highest form. I can talk good. <laughs> not just that in the highest form yeah. to talk comedically. Right. That is. You've excelled at a language, right? Right, but what I'm saying is that the, I think the reason why I was never able to really learn other languages is I have a hard time with grammar structure, right? Oh. And I think it's sort of there's a mathematics to language right. that if you have a grasp on it, it is sort of a gateway to understanding other languages. That you're a hundred percent right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. Sometimes you blow my mind slowly. <laughs> like I'm, I'm like, oh yeah, I see what you're saying, and then I'm like, boom, oh my god. Right. What 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 happens then? Like, uh, how long did you live in Japan? I lived there till I was ten, and then what happened was, so my grandma. I'm starting to realize my my grandma's always sort of like created this like cult of three people: me, my mom, and grandma. It's always me, my mom, and grandma. Three generations. Three generations yeah. of women. Have you seen Great Gardens? Yeah. That's our family. But add another woman, you know, and make it immigrant. A Japanese Grey Gardens? Pretty I'd much. I'd like to see that. Yeah, it's, it's Japanese, messed up. Japanese, Chinese, or Taiwanese <laughs> Grey Gardens? Yeah. The, Who's got the big house? Oh, my gosh. I mean, but with a smaller house, yeah. Oh, okay. We lived in a small, we lived in my Are uncle's- Are there raccoons in there? Um, in the house? There were hamsters, okay. birds. Wild hamsters? I mean- They don't live in the wild, do they? We're- we're sophisticated <laughs> enough. We went to the pet store. Got nice hamsters. Um, <laughs> but do you, like Japan seems like I've never been there. I've actually been to China, but I've never been to Japan. And I think I I should go see Japan. It seems amazing to me. Yeah. You, you do you should, remember pretty good? Do you go back? I go back, uh, I go back to Taiwan more than Japan. Oh. I have um, less family in Japan now. Uh there's drama <laughs> you know my mom marrying into the family my mom being Taiwanese Japan's very xenophobic actually so oh you mean there's drama on your dad's family side mm -hmm. because they didn't your mom was a uh, like from Taiwan because my mom was from Taiwan because they missed their actual mother my yeah. mom was the stepmom coming in you know and I, I already had oh, so the, oh the father had kids my my dad already had kids from a previous marriage huh and um and then my dad signed up for this program and then suddenly was getting married so quickly you know so uh, my my half brother and half sister who were already teenagers right. you know they're also teenagers when you're teenagers you're just already like yeah who is this new woman right you know so you have these older half siblings they're, they're like way old right yeah like, they're well, older yeah, they're like just my like, age Oh, uh, no. I'm 58. Yeah, a little younger, yeah. you know, a little younger. But they were skeptical, you know, they just, they were like, she doesn't even speak your language. Is this just for lust? Yeah. You know, you met her on a program. Uh, and, then, and then my mom, after she had me, is actually when she started showing signs of schizophrenia. Mm. So she was throwing temper tantrums, hallucinating, throwing things, stopping birthday parties, uh, oh, no. you know. So so then your dad's family was like, told you. Yeah. Yeah, what do you, yeah, exactly. Told you, and we don't like that side of the family. Was it like postpartum too? Or I, was bet, it, I bet postpartum really triggered it. Triggered she was the keeping schizophrenia. It, keeping it in check. Because like schizophrenia, I think, uh, has a, is an onset in, in your 20s. 
Yes. Is that how old she, she was? So older? it's younger for men. Like oh. uh, it could be even 18 to oh, 20s yeah, for men. Yeah, yeah. For women, it's 20s and 30s. My mom was in her 30s. Really? So that's really when it started. Oh. At, but she wasn't actually diagnosed till, you know, I was like in my 20s. Wow. Um, you just thought she was weird? Yeah. I was like, oh, maybe it's a Taiwanese thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I you know I didn't have I watched a lot of Disney movies growing up and they never have moms in them. Yeah. So is that I, true? Yeah. Think about all the princesses. They all have dads. No moms and stepmoms. I never but thought no about moms. It. No moms. Oh, I yeah. guess it's part of the mythology. They all died in childbirth. Yeah, a hundred percent. And huh. so I didn't know how moms were supposed to be. I just thought maybe this is. Uh, my um, how mothers are, you know, they throw things and they. That's see why they're things. not in Disney movies. Oh <laughs> yeah, I was like, mm-hmm, it makes sense. It's just me and Disney out there sharing. Why would the they same put life. this character in a Disney movie? <laughs> what like a, just a like mom, mom with schizophrenia? Yeah, that's so, why representation matters, Mark. I know it does. Mm-hmm. Well, so we've got to fight for it. We need schizophrenic Asians in more Disney movies. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, maybe the <laughs> Mulan part four. To fight for it, <laughs> but but what did you? But so you didn't run away from Japan. How did how did the exodus happen? Because like, that's what seems dramatic to be right. So the exodus, you know, because there was drama with the Japanese side of the family, and my mom's, um, you know, hallucinations were flaring up even more. Like what were they? Mm, well, you know, so always thinking that we were under attack, right, oh, yeah, by right. by our neighbors. Sure. They were sent by the Taiwanese government. And this continues. This continues, yeah. Now. Till this day, yeah, yeah. Right. For sure. And so, and then my mom got sort of suicidal, actually. And so my grandma had made a plan for us to move to the United States. All uh-huh. you need is a relative, right? Somewhere. Yeah. yeah. All is of that true? us. Yeah, all you need is a relative somewhere, and that's where you move. I mean, that's probably how your family ended up here, right? Because, like, don't you have, like, aren't you, like, Ukrainian and Polish or something? Well, that's where the roots are. But, like, I, I you know, I don't think so. I think, like, you know, the Jews were actively running from things. Sure, of usually. course. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and, like, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think just in the, the knowledge that there were other Jews there was probably enough. But I don't yeah. th- But mine were here. Most of my family was here before World War II, to be honest with you. So okay. I don't I don't I don't you know. You don't know if it, there was like an uncle already here. There might have been. You know, so, yeah. or even again, even if it's like other Jews are there. Sure. That's enough. Maybe sure. they'll hook me up with a job. Yeah. Taiwanese you know? community. For sure. Yeah. And so my grandma happened to one of her sons already moved to L.A. So one um, of your uncles. One of my uncles, not the doctor, right. computer engineer, he had come to L.A. and, yeah. and was like, sure, come over. So, my, my, but my grandma told me we were coming here for just a two-month vacation. Yeah. Yeah, just a summer vacation, two months. Did well, you get along with your dad? I did. I actually did. Yeah. I have a good relationship with my dad, but I was sort of torn from him because I packed lightly. You know, when someone says you're you're going to L.A. for a summer, yeah. you're, you're not bringing, yeah. you're just all bringing your a carry-on bag. Yeah, what right? about all your toys and also, shit? Also, I'm like 10 years old. Yeah. I don't have that much shit. So, I, you know, I come over and then, you know, two months turns into a few months and then turns into a year. Well, how they t- how they sell you that? You know, every time I try to mention it to my grandma, yeah. you know, I was like, Grandma, it's been three months now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She'd be like, she would shush me yeah. because she didn't want my mom to hear because 
my mom was pissed off about this plan too,、uh-huh. and she was just afraid of her temper tantrums flaring up.、Oh, right, up. right, right. So I just never got to openly talk about it. I just had to sort of keep it inside that I was now stuck in the United States. Were you talking to your dad? I was. I was starting to write him letters,、uh, telling、uh, him,、yeah. "Hey, I、Help、I think、me. we're staying here." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he was heartbroken too because he, he didn't know. He didn't quite know about the plan either. My grandma had plotted this thing. She just thought we'd have a better life here. You know, she、uh-huh. was like, "Maybe your mom's voices will go away. Maybe it's Japan that's triggering the schizophrenia." You know, because she felt、uh, isolated. Yeah, she's like, you know, we're Taiwanese there. Japan no. don't like it if you're other Asian. But, but your dad's family didn't. Seem to like her, right? As well as that, yeah. yeah. So you know, they were just like, "It's Japan. You just, yeah, yeah, yeah. we need to move. It's, it's not us. It's Japan. So if we move locations, it'll be better, you know." And when we went, when we came to the to LA, we were、yeah. like, "We're freaks here too," <laughs> you know. <laughs> Where'd you end up first? West Los Angeles. Yeah. Where's that? So that's where, like, there's a there's an area called Little Osaka, where it's um it's got a bunch of Japanese restaurants,、really? and grocery stores in the west side of Los Angeles. Yeah, so you know, there's I always little... see signs like that, and I always wonder if they still hold. You know, like you know, Little Armenia. Oh little, sure. Uh, like Filipino. Filipino town. Yeah, Filipino yeah. town. Yeah, like, I, I mean, wonder too. Are they are they still like they're like what justifies that still being that? Yeah, that you one know? Filipino family. We've been here for a long time. Yeah, well, we have the grocery store. You know, <laughs>、yeah. everyone else started building stuff around <laughs>、yeah. us. Everything's charcoal lattes now. Well, but- I know, but like little Armenia, they all moved out here. Uh huh. A lot of them. Oh, sure, to Glendale. Yeah. No, of course. Yeah. Yeah, but I've talked to Armenians who are like, "Yeah, my family started over there in you know? Armenia." Yeah, and then who's there now? I, I mean, don't know. There's got to be a few. There's probably a church and there's probably a restaurant that they still go to. Sure,、you、sure. Know, just, but, just to like. But I think they've been、props. here for a long time.、Mm-hmm. But yeah,、uh, for sure. So little, so little Osaka. Yeah, so it's like little Osaka. Was the, there actual stuff there? Yeah, there were actual Japanese grocery stores,、mm. uh, karaoke spots.、Um, They're probably still there. They are, yeah, they are. They they kept <laughs>、yeah. they kept that going. Yeah.、Um, if it has enough like nightlife, you、uh-huh. know, when even if the neighborhood changes, people will continue going. Sure. You know what I'm saying. And then the white people come. And they'll still they love karaoke. Yeah. They love a nightlife thing, yeah. right? Like yeah. or or、Food. like. Oh my God! This is so different. Yeah, yeah anything yeah, yeah. that's kind of different enough that、yeah. white people aren't scared of, sure, it'll keep going. <laughs> you know, the business will stay open. <laughs> yeah, yeah, through gentrification. Yeah, and so,、um, yeah, and so that's that's where we ended up in my uncle's garage. He let us stay there, and then we were undocumented.、So、all three of you were in the garage. All three of us like were in the garage. Like on just single twin beds. We should have started a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're too bad it wasn't happening yet. You, yeah, you, yeah. Can you imagine? You, you think we could have been a hit? What with a ten-year-old who who was、yeah. displaced and a schizophrenic mom and your your grandma who was holding everything together? Yeah, yeah. And we call it WTF. <laughs> yeah, you, there's still time. It seems like you could do that podcast, couldn't you? Don't you use your grandma? Doesn't she have a, a Instagram handle? She's on Twitter. She has seventeen thousand followers on Twitter. Yeah, which is a lot、it、for a lot. just an eighty-six-year-old who wants nothing do to do.、It? Or you do it for it?、Um, well, so sometimes she'll be like, "I, I have an idea. Can you, re- you know, can you do this thing?" <laughs> and then, and then she tweets most of the t- rest of the time. What is, What is her Twitter? Well, it's Otsko's grandma. <laughs> it's at Otsko's grandma. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're in the garage. So、undocumented. We're in, we're in the garage, undocumented. But what does that mean? You you, get, you had passports to get here, but you just never signed up to get any type of visa. 
We had, yeah, we had Japanese. I have a Jap. I had a Japanese passport. Yeah. My grandma and my mom had a Taiwanese passports, and we just went to. Uh, yeah, we had a visa, just a tourist visa. So it's like you're, yeah, you're allowed in LA for two months, kind of thing. Oh, okay. And then we were like, ah, oh, we're staying here, oh, you, you know. And what happened? How that, how that get. Uh, 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 resolved, Solved. yeah. Yeah, so it was through the um, visa lottery program. Mm. My grandma kept uh, pretending we were living in Japan still, oh. and she would apply us every year. She is a plotter. She is a liar. <laughs> the mastermind. <laughs> She's my best friend. I probably have Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. She pretty much kidnapped me. <laughs> yeah, you She's do. a mastermind behind yeah. all of us moving here. Yeah, you know. And so she kept pretending we lived in Japan, submitted our names yeah. every year, and then on the seventh year, we all of our names got drawn to get the green card. Seven years. Seven years. Undocumented, every, every but you never got into we were trouble. Denied. Never got into trouble. Uh, that's why I didn't really know I was undocumented. Yeah. Undocumented folks can actually do a lot of things that American, like uh, people with citizenships can. Sure. You know, can do like because a lot of people aren't asking questions, or they didn't used to before it got more dicey. For sure, yeah. yeah. Like we could go to the library, sure. we could go to public schools. But did they have jobs? Did your mom have a job? Or I guess they didn't have a job. So, no. <laughs> I mean, my grandma worked some like babysitting gigs, stuff that's like under the table. Yeah, yeah. How were you getting by? My uncle, who's a doctor, sort of supported uh, us as yeah. long as he stayed in the garage. We stayed in the garage, <laughs> and then, <laughs> they're like, "As long as you, yeah, as long as, <laughs> just don't don't get seen, okay? Don't get found out, and so I'll this feed is, you." This is <laughs> another uncle here. There's or, another uncle here. Yeah, it's not the computer guy. The the uncle here is the computer guy. The computer guy helped us, um, you know, put yeah, us okay. up in his garage. Okay. The doctor uncle pulled me out of my mom. Oh, but he's in J Taiwan. He's in Taiwan. Oh, yeah. but he was helping. He, out. he would send money. Oh, that's he nice. would send money. Yeah. How, where, how, where's your mom now? My mom lives with my grandma, like 20 minutes away from me and my husband. Um, they're in Arcadia, which is like a little past yeah, Pasadena. Sure. In a very Asian part of town. Yeah, that's where the seafood restaurants are. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. good, right? They are good. Do you I go there? I haven't gone there. No, I used to go to the one downtown, um, but I, don't, I haven't gone to one of those um, Asian seafood places in a long time. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's, it's, it's a it's, thing. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a trek. You have to like make a day out of it. You and know, then you kind of sit there and they just keep rolling food around. It's not good for me because I just if there's food, I'll want to eat it. Yeah, and they just keep coming by with the carts. So you want to stop? Like, I can't okay. stop, and I, can. I never feel good when I leave. Really, and I have a good time for a while, but then I'm like, oh, God, stop. Oh no, I but, didn't know you 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 battled with that. <laughs> I'm just I do, kidding. I do. Oh, okay, yeah, and yeah. like because they'll come by and, and I'm like, what's in that one? They're like Chinese broccoli. I'm like, I didn't get any Chinese broccoli. Right, and you're like, you I want it. that too. Yeah. yeah, what are those? Oh, this is a dessert. Can right. I eat it in the middle of the meal? The yeah. sesame balls. Yeah, those giant sesame balls with the the bean red paste bean. In the yeah, middle. yeah. So you do like this kind of food? Well, you, you should go with like ten people. Then know, you can really you get do. like yeah, a bite of out, everything. Spread it out. Yeah, but that's a whole ass plan. So it I is. can see why you're not always going. So okay, so you're there. You're in the garage. When do you move out of the garage, though? I move out of the garage when I'm 18. So oh, no, that's a long time. Yeah, no. So Honestly, a garage is not enough space to hold three generations of women and their for that long? issues. 
Seven years, yeah. That's crazy. It's too much. It doesn't schizophrenia. I had an eating disorder in the seventh grade. It is not enough space to hold all of that. You know what I mean? So, we were on top of each other. How did you, you had an eating disorder too? <laughs> I had an eating disorder. I was like, you know, trying yeah. to throw up, and everyone was around. Uh, yeah, my grandma's on top of me, trying to wash her vegetables, and then my mom's going through menopause, also on top of me. You know, trying to do my homework while my mom's, you know, like uh. throwing a temper tantra it is not enough space it's it's good for like a teenager i feel like teenagers always live in a garage full trauma action it's too much that that's why i'm like when i watch great gardens i was like that's our family if we were rich yeah but like yeah but it it is your family it's it's worse so because of the proximity at least great (laughs) gardens they could go to the beach or go to another and weren't they like related to jackie kennedy Uh, yeah there was a distant cousin or they could go to another room yeah 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 yeah. they had nice scarves and stuff Yeah, but it was full of rodents and garbage but it seems like your grandmother probably kept it pretty clean in there yeah there wasn't enough space to really hoard (laughs) you know like the the great gardens how was the adjustment though how'd you like how was school and everything was it yeah i mean school school was um they you never know, bothered you about the documentation in school too that's amazing they didn't yeah it's wild i think you know like la is a very very uh, i was pretty lucky to yeah. have moved to la you know at least yeah. just like so diverse already yeah and like other folks are going through the same thing there's a lot of big asian community here big asian community just like you know uh, i went to a school with a lot of like latin folk yeah and you know, a lot of them were also like probably going through the same thing where sure. they were also undocumented and, you know, lived cramped and stuff yeah. like that. And so it wasn't, I didn't feel like extra, like a freak, you know, maybe yeah. if I had moved to like Arkansas or something, it you know, which some people do, you yeah. know, and well, I so remember I there lucky. Was, when I grew up in Albuquerque, New Mexico, a lot of the, um, uh, the, I guess they were, where'd they come from? Were they Vietnamese that when that kind of got pushed out at some uh-huh. point in the 80s? There was, oh, there was a yeah. big Laotian community there and that oh, didn't speak it. any English. Uh-huh. And they went to my school. Yeah. And I just remember like they- Refugees. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I just remember- like they kind of took a liking to me for some reason. They invited me to dinner with all of them. Oh, and nice. I had a crush on one of the girls and yeah, stuff. Honorary, but, uh-huh. Yeah, honorary. <laughs> but, but I brought like a, a, a 12 pack of beer Oh. And they're they're not drinkers. Like, and they all wanted oh. to drink it, but everyone, <laughs> so many of them got sick. <laughs> they got really drunk really fast, and I felt terrible. So you just came and just like influenced yeah. them. That's so why I was like, yeah, it was yeah, it was. <laughs> you like were the, a bad influence. Exactly. I just did the colonizer thing. So like I got them all addicted to alcohol. And, and you I hooked went, up with the girl. Yeah, I did not hook up with the girl. <laughs> there was no way to talk. Oh, got it. Yeah. Although that's cool that they invited you in, though. The dinner was great. I was, yeah. It was very exciting. The whole thing was exciting. Yeah, because yeah. it's like new to you, too. Totally. It was new to them, but totally. it was like the community got to see yeah. also this new community. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I, I was. Yeah. The whole thing was amazing now that I think about it. Yeah. Well, I didn't add anything new by moving to L.A., so I knew that. You know what I mean? It's like Japanese culture, you yeah. know, and people always ask, like, why did you move from I'm like, I don't, it's a long story. Because it sounds wild to be like, I was undocumented. Where'd you move from? Some war-torn country? No, I, I freaking came from Tokyo. Yeah. Who does that? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I, Tokyo. Yeah. I came from Tokyo. We're not, oh, you know, war-torn. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, 
that was the frustrating part yeah. you know yeah, because yeah, yeah. when i realized that we like we were living in this cramped space we don't have rights <laughs> yeah and you could be in tokyo which is a fun exciting Always. Freaking robots yeah. that serve you at restaurants <laughs> in Japan. You know what I mean? We we yeah. were the closest to flying cars. I know. I thought I, I we thought, left I, that. My only sense of Tokyo is Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Yeah. We, we have Harrison Ford. Is it Harrison Ford? Yeah. It was Harrison Ford. <laughs> in yeah. spaceships. Yeah. Just space cars. In the near around. future. Yeah, and now you're in a garage. Now in a garage, being like, oh, you, don't talk to anyone that looks like an officer, you know? <laughs> couldn't drive, couldn't yeah. do anything. Well, when did all that change? I mean, how did you... So I got my green card yeah. after the visa lottery, and then I, I got my car immediately and then found a boyfriend that lived in Santa Clarita and moved out of that garage and moved right into his place. <laughs> how old were you? I 18? was 18, right after high school. I was like, boom, yeah. White guy? Uh, half half Asian, half white guy. But that would have been the yeah. Your trajectory, your thought process wouldn't be wrong <laughs> to rebel, right? To be like, no, yeah, I'm, I'm going done. with a white guy yeah. in Santa Clarita. <laughs> also, yeah, white guy Santa Clarita. Yeah, makes sense. So you're out there, and and what do you decide to do with your life? Yeah, I'm out there, and like he are sort you, of are they mad at you? Your your mo grandma, your mo your mom's doing her own thing. My yeah, my mom is doing her own <laughs> thing, talking to her friends in her head. Yeah, and my grandma, <laughs> she's busy. My mom's always busy. That is one thing that people get confused. Yeah, your mom doesn't work. Yeah. Your mom just lays there. Yeah, she's got a lot going on in her brain. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she can't really yeah. be. You want it's her exhausting. To, you want her to freaking bag bags at Ralph's like that. That's so hard already. You know what I mean? I mean, like yeah. she has like seven voices going Whoa. on at all times. Well, she's not on medicine. The medication only really helps so much. Oh. That's the that's the other thing about. I think that's also a myth about like you know, psych antipsychotics. It's really hard. You have to have the right concoction that works for you, and it doesn't mean the voices will go away. Right. It just means you might have yeah, less manic episodes. They're or, a little more diplomatic. The voices, like you, you want to talk or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they ask for consent before they come and you know <laughs> yeah, take yeah. over your freaking yeah. brain. Mind if I come in? You busy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or are you talking to the other guy? Okay, I'll come back later. <laughs> yeah, or it might be like four voices instead of six. You right, know, yeah. but it's really if. <laughs> Freaking sucks, and uh, you know that's why. That's why I'm a sweetie, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You had to. You had to uh, accommodate a lot of crazy. Mm -hmm. so yeah. You, you're that. You got that personality. You're not the crazy person. You're the sort of like, are you okay, person? Yeah, I'm actually very. Uh, yeah, I, I like people. Yeah, I yeah. have a lot of empathy for people. So, you, um, what did you decide to do once you're out in Santa Clarita? So, once I was out there, my grandma was a little worried, but she understood why I needed to take mm -hmm. the space away from. Yeah. That that life. Yeah. And so I was with my boyfriend and he was the one that started sort of showing me the arts. Oh really? He showed me well, that's good. stand up. Yeah. He showed me, you know, painting. He showed me movies. You know. Oh, so he liked all that stuff. He loved the arts, yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So you got lucky. Yeah, I got lucky where I was like, oh, cool, thank you. Like, yeah. I was so busy kind of like living in this, uh, the the traumas, yeah. you know, just yeah. like the eating disorder, blah, blah, blah. Right. That, what uh, was the eating disorder? Uh, I had anorexia and then it turns into bulimia yeah. oftentimes. And yeah. how'd you kick that? Uh, finding a routine, right? And so... Um, so at the time I joined the school cheerleading squad. Uh huh. Yeah, and that that really helps to have a routine. That helped you. That's good. It would I would feel that I thought that would make it worse. 
Yeah. Oh, right. Well, yeah. Our cheerleading squad wasn't like Bring It On, the Bring It On girls, or <laughs> what you see on Netflix is cheer. Yeah. No, no, no. We were uh, no. Wait, we, what were you? Our girls were like, if it weren't for cheer, I would have joined a gang. Those were my kind kind of girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Most of them had been shanked before. Yeah. Some of them were part of the Crips. Like, yeah. It was like, um, yeah, it was that kind of girls, and yeah. so they weren't like about body image. Oh, it was good. about like these are my girls, right. ride or die. Right. <laughs> my boyfriend is a Crip. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I'd like to see that cheerleading team. Oh, yeah. Like, Venice High School. Venice oh, yeah. High School. It was yeah. in Venice? Mm-hmm. Venice is heavy duty. Culver City were the bloods. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Venice is hardcore. <laughs> it is. Yeah. No, they yeah. were. Yeah. And that's that's where I went to school and found a community, but also a routine. Yeah. And that helped They you. weren't about like looking hot. They were like, no. Uh, every day, though, we practice from three to five. Yeah. So you better be there on time. And right. then you, you better get good grades. Right. Or else you can't be on the squad anymore. And eat something. Yeah, eat something because afterwards we're gonna car wash yeah. seven to nine to make money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um I wonder if you know how military does that for people, right? Like yeah. uh sure. you know, a structure. Yeah. Right? Really can maybe get you out of a habit that sure. that's not great for you or something. Uh, no, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it can teach you how to think differently. Yeah. And not yeah. focus on that stuff. So yeah. the boyfriend though, he took you like who were the stand ups you first saw? Uh, he showed me Robin Williams. Oh yeah. Um, so it was during like time a time where you could you know um, download stuff yeah. for free. Yeah. Uh, so and then you just kind of hoped it didn't give you a virus on your computer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Robin oh, Williams. Oh, the big M the MP3 dumps. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So we would download yeah. stand up comedy there. Margaret Cho was a big one. Oh, yeah. Although Margaret Cho, I was exposed to when I was in the sixth grade. I just didn't believe that I could do it because. I was like, there's no way. Uh, she filled up that one slot, you know? What'd you see? Like her TV show or? A notorious yeah. CHO oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah, tour yeah. Sure. on a DVD. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In my garage, you know? Who had that? Your Some, grandma? Someone at my church. Oh, gave it we, to you? Yeah. was oh, like, yeah. here, you should check this out. Oh, wow. She has a spit about Hello Kitty. You'll find it funny. I was like, really? Bit? What's that? Like, yeah. people just talk? <laughs> you know, yeah. American stand-up is not something that Japan really watches. Yeah. No, they're, they're too busy with jazz. And uh, other stuff. Uh, uh, Music. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. People rarely go, I'm performing in Japan, unless it's for the troops, but that's American folk. Right. You know what I mean? Right. People they, never go, it, I It's perform. almost like the Japanese, like everything else American. Yes, they do, except for <laughs> like spoken word comedically. Yeah. You know what I mean? It might be a language thing. Yeah, I think it's definitely a language thing. Also cultural, maybe. I just know? love the Japanese. They, they like, they'll take on something American, some American art, and they're like, we're going to do it better and uh -huh. uh, better made. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going <laughs> yeah. to commit our life to it. For sure. But Motorcycles, jeans, jazz music. <laughs> they really do. They truly do. Sometimes they take it too far, I think. Yeah. I'm like, what have you done to yeah. the American gene? Yeah. No, I know. It's like <laughs> there are guys in America, they're like, you got to get this Japanese and I'm like, do I? And you kind of do. You kind of got to get some Japanese denim. Yeah. No, I've heard of the denim stuff. Yeah. yeah where people only... But yeah. they do boots and leather. Like mm -hmm. there's, like I have a Japanese suede jacket, but it's all American first. Got the it. designs. Right. They just sort of like... They just sort of make it better. Yeah. Right, right. They have that obsession where you put in 10,000... I guess that's an American colloquialism too. 10,000 hours. I guess so. I think that's a Malcolm Gladwell thing. It is a Malcolm Gladwell thing, but... There's, I keep remembering this joke that some... <laughs> 
comedian did about way back in the day it was an old comedian that I knew in Boston. It was a, I don't remember whose joke it was originally. Uh huh. But it was like when Japanese tourists, you'd always see Japanese tourists everywhere taking pictures. Yeah, right. Right? That <laughs> mm-hmm. was the, sort of the stereotype. Mm-hmm. And the joke this guy made was like, are they building a scale replica of America <laughs> in Japan? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> but they totally freaking are. They are. I know. They totally are. They're, They're tr- like, how do we, we're going to make this way better. Yeah. Let me just study it for freaking 10 years, minutes. 30 yeah. years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, so, so Cho, you saw Cho, you saw Robin Williams, but it wasn't like you thought, like, I'm going to do that. I really loved the art form. I couldn't believe that people were just coming together to see one person talk. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and change their minds about things, but also just be very personal. Yeah. And, and, and make people laugh. Yeah. Um, without having to do physical comedy and stuff, because I grew up watching physical comedy. That's how I was exposed to comedy. You know, Taiwanese comedy or what? You know, like the Buster Keaton's, the oh, yeah. Lucille Balls. Why were you supposed to that? Because that's universal. Was it know? on TV? It was on TV. Mm-hmm. I Love Lucy was yeah, on TV. Like on Nick at Night or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or TV whatever land. the Japanese version of that was. Oh, so they had it in Japan. In Japan. Ah. And, and so, you know, you're exposed to physical comedy a lot first you know Buster it, Keaton yeah if you didn't speak English and sure. you wanted to get to know American comedy it was physical comedy right Charlie Chaplin so it was like these you know uh, yeah and, and so and so I had never seen someone just like stand there and move their mouth Talk, yeah. and have that be comedy too yeah yeah and me get it because my English had gotten so good yeah. that I got it I was like oh my god I can I'm laughing too because I got pretty good at the language yeah again I, like I said the highest grasp you know you got a language when you can make someone laugh in it right yeah or yeah. understand or laugh at somebody using the language yeah who's using that language yeah um and so so it was ingrained in me and i i started trying to make people at my school laugh and stuff and uh by talking by talking just with words you yeah, know yeah, not yeah. doing some weird physical yeah, thing or right, dance right, right. or yeah. whoopee cushion you know yeah yeah, yeah 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 i with words and and you know and so yeah that was sort of when i was exposed to yeah comedy but, but when did you start like what did you you say you went to art school i went to art school where i went to cal arts in santa clarita <laughs> yeah represent that's, that's pretty good school right <laughs> that is a good school yeah that's i've heard where, someone like, don, talk about it don cheeto went there and uh, allison like, brie went there oh she did too yeah. oh great yeah a lot of people i've talked to yeah cheeto went there i've talked to him about it i think there's one other person i've talked to that went there so you went there for acting uh, no, I, yeah, strangely. So I was trying to like find, you know, you know, the classic like, oh, maybe I don't want to, you know, I should have a backup plan to comedy, yeah. and so which didn't make sense. I just don't have any other. But skills. you hadn't done comedy yet. I had. Uh, I started comedy. I started trying comedy like twenty. I went to grad. I went to art school like when I was twenty three. Oh, so yeah. But I started stand up like twenty two. Where? I took a class from that I found on Craigslist. Who because, taught it? Uh, Lisa Sunstead. Uh-huh. She has a class called Pretty Funny Women. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know how to start. I uh, without. I don't. I don't know if I physically can drive to open mics because I still live in Santa Clarita. Yeah. And maybe be okay like am i gonna go missing yeah. i'm such a ditz if <laughs> yeah. i do things like that i will go missing uh-huh. i will just like end up at somebody's house or something and then for die. a week 
or just that. Something like that, yeah. you know? And yeah. so I was like, maybe I should start, oh, this is an all-women stand-up class. Uh-huh. Maybe that's a safer way to start. You know, I say this while- And she's a comic? I find a class on Craigslist and I trust it. I feel um, like I heard her name before. Lisa Sunstead, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I don't know if she performs as much anymore. She mostly performs with the class. Like, you know, I think she she has a new class yeah. every like two months. She still teaches? She still teaches, How I many believe. people were in the class? There were 10 people in the class. Any of them go on to do it? Um, me, Jenny Yang is a, a friend of mine, yeah. a colleague. She, she, she's in a lot of writers, writers rooms yeah. right now. Um, but she was in the class too? Yeah. It's just me, me and her pretty much. Huh? Yeah. And you didn't know her before? I didn't know her before. Wow. And so what'd you learn in the class? You know, just like from how set up punchlines work to, uh, stage presence to, you know, what are the things that make you funny to how can that maybe turn into a joke? So you it know? really helped you? It did really help me. And was the, was the, uh, the graduation you get to perform in a club? That's kind of right. Thing? Yeah. That Which whole club? thing. I was at the, we were at the comedy union. Oh, really? Down on Pico? Yeah, so we started there, the yeah. Comedy Union. That's where we performed. And then, you know, we so we were able to have like a, our first five minutes, right? Our first five minutes sets. Oh. It's well, good that you learned all that stuff. I so it give you confidence. I think so. And like, a, and, and safety. Because yeah. I was like, I don't know. I'll probably like spiral if I just start going to open mics. Yeah. I would pick up all the other stuff. I would yeah. pick up the cocaine and drinking. I just know I would. <laughs> yeah. And like boyfriends I didn't want. Yeah, yeah. And then I would just like, while I wouldn't be able to focus on joke writing. I come from such a chaotic home life yeah. that I needed structure. Again, like cheerleading. And I needed it, a teacher. Did it stick I needed with you? weekly assignments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, did it, stick? it did stick with me, yeah. You know, for a second there after the class, I was like, okay, well, now that the structure is gone, how do I then continue to write jokes on my own <laughs> yeah. without the guidance? For what of, reason? With, yeah, without the guidance of a teacher mm-hmm. going, yeah. that's good, uh, that could be better, yeah. you know, um, giving me assignments, giving right. me deadlines, you know. And so I kind of had a hard time, you know. Uh, yeah, I kind of fell in and out out of it, and then I was like, "I'll apply to art school," you know. Oh, because you you were trying to do open mics and stuff. I was trying did... to do open mics. I was trying to write new jokes, yeah. and um, you know, uh, but I think I was starting to lose focus. So then I go, ah, "I'm going to apply to art school." And those are hard. They're hard to do those rooms, aren't they? I mean, it's not fun, was it? Sure. Um, the, you mean open mics? Yeah. Um, I, I had I had fun. I always yeah. liked it. I always liked performing. I just got scared. And then I think, you know, you start uh, questioning if you can. I just I just was scared because it was like my first time yeah. out doing something I really loved. Yeah. That I was like, oh, I think I'm pretty good at it and can be good. Yeah. And that's a scary thing to discover about yourself. Yeah. For I, the first time. Yeah. I just discovered it a couple of weeks ago. You're finding that yeah. you're funny? Yeah. Like you I, always say that, Mark. You always say like, oh, I feel like I just found my like my voice. But like, I think you've I, always... I think I've always had it. I know, but I don't... <laughs> but, but I was on stage in, in South Carolina just the other night. Yeah. I was doing all this crowd work and I was kind of weaving it and I was really in the moment. And I was That's like, great. No, no, I, I, I love it, but I've never said this before. I, I, I stopped and I said, I'm, I'm good at this. Oh, you are. You are good at it. <laughs> I know. I don't know if I need to do that on stage too often, but I. I, I think it's okay though because I've noticed it lately that I'm I, I'm I'm kind of enjoying my brain. 
That's great. Yeah. That's great. And then it's not something, but so when you're enjoying something like that, yeah. letting yourself enjoy it yeah. instead of uh, getting ahead and being like, I'm scared right. it'll go away. Oh, I yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I ever really enjoyed it. For It took me a long time. I mean, I know I've been okay at it and that you know, maybe my voice was there, but I can't say that I enjoyed it. I'm not even sure what was driving me, but mm-hmm. I needed to do it and there was no other options. But I think uh, the enjoyment thing is is slowly starting to happen, but it's taken this long. Yeah, but when you do enjoy it, yeah. um, you don't get ahead and get scared no, that it'll out. go away. No, I do. Okay, yeah. Like, I, I don't want to be thought of as, or more so with me, I can't just sit there and go like, no, I'm great. Because like, I, <laughs> I, I, I would annoy myself. I'm already just on the edge of annoying. But that's really funny, though, <laughs> that you're already like, I'm good at this. Yeah. Like, I think it's okay to live in it, and then you'll find something funny about that, too. No, yeah, Because for sure. I'm so curious. Yeah. Um... Because when you do that, it makes me happy to see. Yeah. I feel like the audience definitely responded similarly, right? Yeah. They well, were... it's just like crowd work is like one of these things that either you can do it or you can't. You know what I mean? You can do it. I mean, I watched that that weird earthquake. Oh, yeah. sure. <laughs> I mean, but being in the moment, a lot of comics, more than you know, can't really do it. Being in the moment. Yeah, yeah. I know. And and, yeah. and and do crowd work if if necessary. Mm-hmm. And I don't have any problem with it. There's something very exciting about improvising yeah. for me. Yeah. So when it really works out, you're sort of like, wow, that was good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because that's you enjoying the moment. That's right. Because you're like, I yeah. worked my whole life to be able to do this confidently. And look yeah. what I just did. So maybe you always did enjoy it somehow. Uh, all right. Well, okay. But the, it scared you. It, the, it, the me enjoying it scared me. Yeah, I was like, oh, then I better stop now. Because <laughs> okay, someone's gonna take it away. Because if I'm so stoked, yeah, yeah, someone's gonna take it away. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'll take it away first. So that's the dread from all the trauma upbringing. Yeah, I'll take it away first. You know, oh, yeah. or, or it's just gonna get shitty. Yeah, it's, I'm so, not. I don't. Uh, it, it can't work out for me. Yeah, so I better do the smart thing. Yeah. I'm going to art school, which totally makes sense. You know, <laughs> yeah, to right. then just pick up filmmaking and creative writing. Yeah, you know, is which, that what you did? Which I did. I was, you know, and I wasn't bad at those things. Yeah. Um, you know, but. Mm, but I, creative I, writing, but filmmaking's good. Yeah. That yeah. probably helped you. Yeah, filmmaking did help, and I still use it for like my social media stuff. Those skills that I picked up, and I made some independent films too. Um, but I was just tiptoeing around comedy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was, but I mean, it's sort of I think what with your generation and is that. There's, you can integrate all that stuff. Yeah, you totally I mean, like, can. For me, like I was like, I'm just a comedian. I don't want to work with people, you know. But <laughs> like, uh, but I eventually did. Yeah. But all I thought about was stand up. Right. Right. And you know, and even though I, you know, film seemed interesting, but it, I didn't ever pursued it. Yeah. 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 I mean, but we all end up becoming multi hyphenates anyway. Yeah. 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 You know, kind of have to look at you with your new software for podcasting. It's free software that's not that impressive. <laughs> but still, learning that and then you know these these other skills that you pick up just because yeah, be- comedy first though. You that's know? right. And but like I do, I do adapt. I think I'm a I'm a, like I'm at the age, like n- just people a little older than me. I think fell off. Like a lot oh, of uh-huh. older people don't adapt. Sure. You know, uh, like if you ever get email from an AOL address, not an adapter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. My my ex is one. Yeah. Oh really? Mm-hmm. 
Huh. But he thought he was so cool that he wasn't adapting. Yeah. yeah. The Santa Clarita guy? Uh, a different Santa Clarita guy. Uh, the second Santa I Clarita. spent some time there, Mark. <laughs> yeah. The second Santa Clarita guy that, that still has an AOL and thinks it's so cool. It was way oh back. My, yeah, yeah. I still have a flip phone. You oh, know. A flip phone This is too, why huh? no one knows when you're missing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one knows when I can you... understand that. Maybe his life is simpler. No, for sure, for and, sure. And that he doesn't have a lot of clutter. Like, there's something about choosing your own reality that uh, if you keep it minimal, you're probably living a, a more authentic truth than the rest of us. Yeah, probably. Just, no one cares. I mean, but nobody's <laughs> ever, nobody ever goes like, oh, the authentic truth sometimes is the thing I'm trying to run away from. Give me uh, a yeah, break, too. For sure, yeah, yeah. People always go, because I'm not like an outdoorsy person. They're always like, oh, let's go. The outdoors is so yeah. great. No distractions, just you and your thoughts. Yeah. That's why are you assuming I want to be with my thoughts. <laughs> Maybe that's the thing I've been trying to run away from this whole time. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, don't pr- drag me back there. Yeah, I just got away. Me and my thought. Well, that's not good. <laughs> I always think that's not good. You know, yeah. like, I'm already with my thoughts all of the time. We all are. Yeah, you know. And yeah. So did you graduate art school? I did graduate. I graduated art school, and then I hit comedy harder after that because I was like what have I done three years of just the arts you know creative writing and film I double majored it was a ton of work and I was like but the happiest I am is when I'm making people laugh and and needling at jokes you know and so that's when I started hitting it harder but did you did you have the pressure because like I've talked to uh, uh Asian people who are the kids of immigrants. It seems like your story is different. That mm-hmm. you didn't have like this kind of weird family structure pressuring you yeah. to do something more um, immediately, or something that resembled uh, um, right a doctor, yeah, like yeah. someone like my uncle, right, right? right, who was able to pull people out of their sisters. Yeah, just something that seemed, <laughs> that seemed to be guaranteed. Uh, status and money for sure you didn't have that no because my grandma and my mom you know they were like we're just happy you're alive (laughs) you know what i mean like when things are so dire ain't no time to be like whoa aren't you gonna be a lawyer yeah aren't you gonna be a doctor like no we were just stoked like you found something that makes you happy oh that's great good oh you got your mom's still hearing voices every day (laughs) you know what i mean there's no time to be like you know what i mean the the classic sort of so, I mean, you know, when I see a lot of Asian American stories, I don't actually relate because right. of that. Right. Because and we're just... You had just, a unique uh, upbringing for Asian person. It's just three generations of women. They're, they're, we didn't even have a male and figure. one schizophrenic. Yeah, yeah. There's just a ton of... And a comedian, you know? Yeah, and yeah. And, a gra- and a grandmother who, like, lied all the time to try to keep the family unit together. But she, but she seems solid. She's solid, yeah. She, I just wish, you know, she told me <laughs> what was really some happening? truths. Right, yeah. Right. Well, yeah. part of parenting is gaslighting. A hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> totally. That's why I'm not going to be a parent because mm-hmm. I don't think I'd be good at gaslighting. Yeah, I'm not a parent and I I'm, I don't ever regret not being a parent. Yeah. I mean, of cats and you're happy. Sure. I, know? Well, I mean, let's not go crazy, but I like that, you know. I, I'm, oh, you're, you're like, I'm the, <laughs> wait, the happy part? The happy part. I mean, like. I mean, uh, I'm happy. Your cats I, are happy. Yeah, I'm good that I don't have kids. I'm, I'm, I'm I, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I never think that I. Should My have father been. owns five cats now. Your father? Mm-hmm. In on Japan? his own. Yeah, he, in his <laughs> retirement, now owns five cats. That's nice. Yeah. You like him, right? 
He likes them. He loves cats. He's a cat person too. And he's in Tokyo still. He actually lives in Bali now. It's just cheaper to live there. A lot of Japanese, like former workaholics, yeah, retire in Bali, where they're not going to be pressured anymore. No more pressure. You're in paradise,、mm. and it's very cheap. Yeah, and so you get to go to Bali. I get to go to Bali when I see him. Yeah, and I'll meet the five cats. But it's a recent thing、oh. where they just、uh, showed up. Yeah, yeah, all it takes it was like a cat mom had babies under the car's engine. <laughs> yeah, is is that how you met、yeah. your cats? <laughs> I've, I've I've met a cat under a car once, a kitten, but I didn't keep that guy. That was a long time ago. No, these ones,、um, the black one just showed up at my house. Someone I think lost him. Yeah, when、okay. he was、uh, very little, and the other one, my friend Kit got me. Yeah, you know, she knew somebody who's. That, yeah, I had that from the beginning. Right, right. No sad stories. Well, yeah, Buster is kind of a sad story, but I got him. The showing up at your house thing. Well, yeah, he was. I used to feed some strays, and he just started showing up, and he was very little. Oh, it was, yeah. I didn't know where he came from. There were no other kittens around, and I. My suspicion is that someone had him, and he got out because he was、yeah. very young,、uh-huh. and he was already out in the wild. And I trapped him, and right. Yeah. Do you chip them? Yeah, they're chipped. Yeah. I don't let them outside. It's too many fucking coyotes. No, it's、cars. too much. You gotta trap them. They're yours now. Yeah, and I just want to build them the patio.、Yeah. <laughs> your house, your rules. Yeah. So, where where did you start building the comedy at? Los Angeles. I was already like, here, just doing the mics and doing. Yeah. So when I started quote unquote hitting it harder, <laughs> yeah.、Um, I was just like yeah. So I was going to mics and then through mics, you know, people see you and then so they book you. Yeah. And then I also started my own,、um, not my own, but me with Jenny Yang, who I、yeah. mentioned earlier,、uh, and another comedian. Yeah. We started a tour. It's a. It was an all Asian, mostly female stand up tour. The first one ever in the U.S. Yeah, and、uh, you know, sort of created like a, a space for ourselves to perform because you know, not everyone, not everyone can do the passing of the clubs, hanging out. It's not it's, true. Yeah, you know, that's th- the old time way. Yeah, it's this lifestyle that、yeah. maybe not everyone can do. Right? Maybe it's not safe for everyone either. Sure. Maybe some people are married or have to take care of somebody like、yeah. a mother that they can't do that all night. Yeah. And so you create your own space, and that's what we sort of we did. And so we started touring.、Um, What you our, each do like twenty. Yeah, we all did like twenty, and then we would have like a local comedian、uh-huh, as well,、uh-huh. and it was like also a way to showcase with Jenny Yang mostly because she's more about that like community and、yeah. you know Asian American. She's big in like the Asian American community.、Yeah. I sort of tagged along. I was like the, like the bohemian like artsy girl, like yes, I yes, let's do it. Like、yeah. stage time, let's build、yeah. it, whatever.、Yeah. Um, and get audiences. Yeah, we got audiences, and so we started doing that, and then. I can't figure out where when it was that、I、really like took off for me. I feel like it's just folks seeing me perform around LA one, once I was back, and then you know the Dynasty typewriters and the Largos, and then、yeah. also comedians doing what I call like the ride back. It's what Hasan Minaj calls the ride back, which is like more established comedians coming back and sort of like scooping people up、oh. <laughs> along the way. Margaret Cho, you、oh, know, to open. Yeah, yeah. To, to open. Yeah. Or also, you know, sometimes like if they have a show, like at Largo, like Margaret、right. Cho,、sure. you know, being like, "Do you, can you do my show?" To you know,、um, 
yeah, it just kind of slowly built like that. That's like the shorter version, or else, you know, it's way longer, right? Yeah. Like how a person really. Yeah, but you just sort of did the way, you know, you just did some mics, and then you did you did this, the tour with that woman, and then you did. Well, I mean, I listened to like what was it from a TV show? Was it a TV show you did or an episode of a TV show? Oh what yeah, was maybe stand up. Uh-huh. Was it uh, what? Because it, it's a it's also a record too, right? Oh yeah! Oh my album, yes. Well, yeah. no, the album. There's the album, and then uh-huh. there's some other stuff on on. Uh... Oh my gosh, that's like some old stuff. That's like a bad contract I signed where I can't yeah. get out of it, and they've put it out still. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's like from a while ago. Two thousand eighteen. From they call me Stacy. That's actually that was like I recorded that like 2016, yeah, and then 2016? they put it out. Yeah, and then they put yeah. that out later. Well, it's interesting to hear that how you changed because I listened to both of them. Yeah, and like that is now how I really even want to do comedy. The way I talk and that. Oh, and al- they call me Stacy. Yeah, it's how so do you interesting. See, how do you think it's different? I just know my voice more what trying and, to do? Right, and right, my right. delivery. Right. And yeah, what I'm trying. Uh, uh, economy of words, for example, sure. is different. And my but delivery is different. But also, you might not even be quite talking like yourself. I'm not talking like, like myself in, in back the, then. 2016, right? Because yeah. you're trying to emulate other comics you see. Yeah, I think I was hanging out with more like political comedians and I was talking about more political stuff. Like, like who? Well, well, like Jenny Yang, who oh, yeah. is more political. Oh, right. yeah, she's yeah. more Asian American. She's more social justice. Right, right, right. And I'm I'm more silly. I'm I like the sillies. You know, like I grew up watching like my uh, Tig Notaro, for example. Sure. Once I really got into comedy, yeah. I love that kind of silly where you're just kind of like unapologetically talking about something dumb sometimes, mm-hmm. and you know. Um, and so yeah, that's that's what I lean right. Yeah, more. Well, the new record, but I control me mm-hmm. is uh, is more pure you. A little closer, yeah. yeah. But I would say that I felt most myself even after that album. That my now. latest hour, my latest that hour. That you're touring now. That I'm touring now. That I'm going to shoot as a special. For who? I can't say yet. Oh. Yeah, but but I, it's going to happen. Yeah, oh, uh, at the end of the year. What's it called? It's well. This one will be called the Intruder. Yeah. Uh huh. Does it have a theme, or is it just it does? Yeah. So during the pandemic, uh, we had an intruder come to our house three times in the same day, and that sort of is like the arc, you know. The uh-huh. yeah. It's still all stand-up jokes. Um, I just make sure to finish that story. Sure. Yeah. And then, throughout. Yeah. Throughout. I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I do. That's, yeah. That's it's a theme. Yeah. 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 But you've done a lot of, like, you did some writing, you wrote with Jenna. I wrote with Jenna, yeah, yeah, for Adult Swim, and then yeah. Eric Andre, too. You did? For Adult Swim, So you yeah. get it. I get it, <laughs> I get it. I'm not great in a writer's room. No? I'm definitely more like, I, I like performing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, why, but you do, you must bring something, everyone brings a little something in the writer's room, some ideas or something, you just don't like it? For sure, yeah, I think, yeah, it's hard for me to, yeah... Yeah, you know, and I think it's okay to be honest about that. (laughs) Sure. Where, you know, you're like, oh, it's so many jokes that I just gave away. I wish Uh, I could maybe use that, but I I can't now. And that's fine. Well, it's so funny because, like, those two, like, Eric Andre and Jenna Friedman, yeah, they do a certain thing. Do you know mm-hmm, what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not. It's not quite what you do. They kind of are. They're. They're. It's not. It, they push it. 
Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. a like a button. You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. Yeah. And how then, far can we take this? For sure. Yeah, and yeah. I think it's cool. Yeah, I yeah. love watching folks thrive in what they do. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I'm always like, oh, I wish I could be like that, but I'm like, you know, but it. Your stand up. Yeah, I think you know, like three years ago, it really hit me. Yeah. Where I was like. Oh no! I've found the silly boys yeah, I yeah, like yeah. being at with yeah, stand up, yeah, yeah. and this is sometimes the key is realizing what you're not, right? Sure, of course. Finding out who you're not. Well, I'm always like, there's part of me that's always going to agree, like, oh yeah, I'll do that, and even if I don't want to do it. Uh huh. Yeah. And I have to like, I have to actively tell that guy to like, don't do that. You don't have to do it. Like you're not, that's not yeah, your like interest. Yeah, right. Maybe that'll make it better. Maybe I'll be, maybe that's what I should be doing. Okay. Yeah. I still, I still have to tell that guy to, you know, no, we're not doing that. Right, right. <laughs> Which is what? Like directing or, you know, stuff no, like it's that? It's just like, it's just opportunities, you know, like, because like you go through so much of your life in this business where you, you just want something. Yeah. You know, somebody offered me something. So, you kind of so say I yes. Do, yeah. Right. Because you're like, yeah, I'll do that. And I've done a lot of shit that was not right. Mm-hmm. I, I hosted a fucking game show. I remember. You, on VH1 that never took off. It never went anywhere. And it was like such a gift. No one gave a shit. Yeah. And it was the worst. Because you were like, I didn't care for it either. No, it was the yeah. worst. You know, yeah. and, I, and like there were all these little jobs, like, you know, hosting jobs and things. And it's all behind me. But there was a period where. I knew I didn't want to do them, but your manager would be like, you should do it. You'll learn this. You'll do that. But they just went. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, in the last decade or so, like, I don't have to do anything, but there's still part of me that thinks I should. Yeah. A hundred percent. And so I always have to remind like fellow friends, you know, and colleagues, like if they get jealous of someone else, yeah. like an opportunity, a deadline article, sure. especially if I know them, you know, I have yeah. to be like, but you don't want to be an actor, right? That's right. Yeah. Do is that, or, or also it's like, is that even a role you? could do yeah do you, you know like you it's no all, that's true like are you even you know were, would you even be considered for that like jealousy is a weird thing because it's 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 kind of nebulous so yeah. like you know anybody who gets success that you have in your head as somebody that you're in competition with you can be <laughs> like you know like why did they you know yeah but do you have to get you have to go you have to really deconstruct it for a while to realize like i don't even want to do that yeah or you do don't want to do that yeah. like that's so not you right that's like so not, that's not Hey, that's not your interest. In right. fact, you would be miserable doing that right. job. It's weird how jealousy works. It, and like, then, like, yeah. see, you're like, you're not a redhead girl. Right, the, exactly. What the character asks for. But then people are like, yeah, but, but they don't know what they want yet. It's like, yeah, <laughs> but I know they don't want me. I can make that happen. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like so important to like take the time to realize that to break it down. Sometimes you have to realize who you're not. Yeah, yeah. It's right. Right. That and is, jealousy is just sort of this like animated insecurity. You know, it's just sort of like, it's like, it's what imagination does to insecurity is jealousy. Yeah, no, for sure. And I, you know, I've, I've gone through that too. Uh-huh. And that's, that's why I realized like, oh no, I don't want to be in a writer's room. Like, yeah. no, that's, give it to the people who actually want to do it and have been working at it. Yeah. You know? So you're just out there doing this hour? Oh, my second hour? No, but this is your second hour, basically? Yeah, but I feel like I'm most proud of this hour. I want to call this... Of course. I want to call this my first hour. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because... Yeah. (laughs) I'm finally doing it right, too. (laughs) But, you know, you did a CD, so you don't call it an hour. You just recorded some material that you were working on Yeah, it was like Odds Go Live at a location. Right. 
And now it's uh you know now this is a this is the first hour hour right something like that yeah okay you know I have to fail uh, publicly first before you I you didn't learn fail stuff. though you just you're just evolving right There's, you got laughs on both of those things no sure sure so but in a know. different way but yeah but that's not failing you're just you know you're coming into yourself you can't look at your past and be like well that sucked I mean you did you did good for the things that you did. Oh, thank you. Thank you. No, you that know, means a lot. No, yeah. Because like I look at my old shit. I mean, it's not who I am now, but I'm like, I did all right. No, that's great. <laughs> I freaking, whatever meditation you do, that's great. Or but, like, you know yourself. You're, you're... It took me a long time to mm-hmm. accept those versions of me, mm-hmm. to watch yeah. myself on TV and be like, but, that, but like what you said is so, because I spent so many years thinking like, I'm not, you know, my voice is not, you know, mm. or whatever. <laughs> and yeah. I'm watching shit that I did, like my first few TV sets in mm-hmm. the late 80s. I'm watching them like, that sounds like me. It's, that I was sounds always, like you? Yeah. Uh-huh. I was always me. What the fuck am I talking oh, that's, about? Yeah. I mean, no, that's good. It's just, you just know. You're you get just, bigger, you get more confident. You're just you with yourself all the time. So you know. How do you, yeah. Yeah. You know how you would have rather said it. No, I no? just don't. No, I. It, it's just I think that I was not honoring something in myself where where what was really happening is I wasn't acknowledging that I was. Interesting. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. And yeah. maybe you didn't know it at the time. Of how would not. you would or you didn't know how to even tap into that? Yeah. Yet. And I just got better. You know, you yeah. just get better. Eventually you get comfortable. It sounds like you just got comfortable. Yeah. A few years ago, you're just sort of like, this is it. And I feel good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, it was good talking to you. It was great talking to you too, Mark. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Okay, that was Atsuko Okatsuka. She'll be at uh, Largo here in Los Angeles on July 18th for her Atsuko and Friends show, along with uh, Fred Armisen and Margaret Cho. You can look her up on YouTube. You can uh, go listen to her record, though she may not want you to. Um, And go to WTFPod.com. Uh, slash tour for my dates and stuff and uh, you know try to carry on somehow I didn't record any music hold on
Boomer lives. Monkey, LaFonda. Cat angels everywhere.